Welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And we are booksmen. Yeah. Crooksmen. What? Hey, don't implicate me. By hook or by crooksman? What does I... that mean, by hook or by crook? Hook By hook or by crooksman? Yeah. By, by hooksman, like Captain Hook. Yeah, okay. Also Crooksman, from a... also Captain Hook. He's a crook. Uh, yeah, Captain Hook, you're a crook. Is that just from the Arrested Development? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, that Captain Hook. I'm surprised we haven't. I feel like they've tried to do a few Peter Pan like reboots, not reboots, I guess, but like imaginative retellings recently. Yeah, they tried that with um, Peter Pan and with Pinocchio all the time. Yeah. And it's like, oh, now I understand why like a lot of people think Hollywood is just full of pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially like Pinocchio, they're always trying to reboot Pinocchio and it's like Pinocchio's not that good of a story. No. It's depressing. Yeah, and it's kind of like like oh, the moral of the story is like don't lie and it's like the moral of the story is don't lie cuz people will know. <laughs> And also, that's not what most of the that that's bearing the lead, which is a man made a puppet that became a boy because he was so lonely. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, that man shouldn't have made a little boy if he was so lonely. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm, yeah, uh, look, if like, he, build a build a drinking buddy puppet or something, <laughs> right? Or even if he made some kind of a sex bot. Yeah, make a sex bot that'll come to life when the blue fairy comes. Yeah, and have that sex bot's nose get longer, or maybe their nipples or something. Wait, there's the blue fairy and there's Tinkerbell? Yeah. I think Tinkerbell's like an invention of Disney, maybe. Oh, no, no, because that's in uh, Peter Pan. Yeah, no, oh, fairies were wait, just in Wait, is she in, in Pinocchio, too? Uh, no, I think that's the blue fairy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You. I don't know. Fairies used to be in every story. Yeah, I'm never. I'm never really clear. Look, Tom, I'm reading this uh, this fantasy book, The Hobbit. Have you yeah. heard of it? Yeah, I I, um, I heard about it last week when you were when yeah. you started reading it. Add fairies to the list of goblins and hobbits <laughs> and dwarves and elves and wizards. I, I, I don't know. Are fairies in this book? No, I mean, not yet, yeah. but Tom, yeah, as you'll see, we're going to encounter a lot more freaking uh, <laughs> Goblins and creatures. Whatnot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, <sighs> uh, you ever see, uh, there's like YouTube channels and stuff of uh, like fairies, you know, people finding fairies in the woods and whatnot? <laughs> no, Tom. <laughs> so our, the algorithm has has put us on two very divergent paths. Mine are all about like, here's how to make a homemade Big Mac. Um, and you, <laughs> yours are all fringe uh, I mean, fairy mine, hunters. I mean, I, I've talked about this before when, uh, when I was in college and I was an intern for America's Most Wanted and somebody sent us a big package uh, and it, the package was full of... Uh, like uh, photo albums where somebody had taken the time to put post-it notes where the devil was in all the pictures. <laughs> and 
you know, I'll be damned if I didn't spend half a work day going through <laughs> all those photo albums of somebody who obviously had some severe mental issues that they were mailing a package and saying, America's most wanted. The next person you should hunt is the devil. <laughs> Put that on television. You, you can use all these photos where I've pointed I mean, after out. All th- after all these years... That's what's going to take the devil down, America's <laughs> exactly. Most Wanted. Fucking a call-in John, show. John Walsh is a great man, but come on, there's some fights that yeah, even he can't. Yeah, I mean, I should have written her back. I I feel like I did write her back. There was like a form letter that we would have to send back to people because like, Jesus Christ, some of these letters were like soul-breaking. Where it was like, you know, people sending in letters who they were like, um, uh, like immigrant families. And they were like, you know, from like small towns in like the Southwest. And it was like, you know, we're a family of immigrants and like the sheriff's son has killed our daughter (laughs) and like they won't investigate this because of who we are but like we can't even go to the authorities because we'll be deported just like awful awful things it was like we're looking to you as a last resort and they were trusting you at this organization to yeah i was i was like 20 21 years old and you know i had already spent the whole morning looking through a a bunch of photo albums for the devil so uh Um, i had a similar experience one summer I had a summer job at uh, our town's, uh, it's called the Citizen Services Department, and people would call in and, like, you know, be like, oh, my, a tree fell down in my street, uh-huh. and then they'd put that in the computer, and something would happen, I think. <laughs> but sometimes it's, uh, like... That, uh, that was before, like, computers were even hooked up to the internet. So it was like, yeah. well, this will just go in a file. I'd open a ticket, and I don't know if anybody looked at that <laughs> ticket, but I'd open it. Mm-hmm. But another, uh, like, that was a popular uh, phone line for, for um, I don't know, some batty old folks to, oh. to to call up. And this one lady was, like, all the kids in my neighborhood, they're, they're cursing. <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> but it gets worse, Tom. You know, like, oh, I don't know. Like, there's nothing we can really do about that. And she's like, they've all been hanging around with that dog. <laughs> Uh, so like I was, yeah, I was just like, oh well, okay, well now, now I'm intrigued. Yeah, what dog? Uh, that implies that the dog has taught them to curse. <laughs> so now I am is, interested. And that is what this woman was, uh, wow. was postulating, but also made the leap, much like this person from your photo album, that it wasn't the dog. That would be silly. Mm-hmm. That the devil had yeah. possessed the dog, mm. and was corrupting the children first through teaching them curse words and who knows what would happen next. Uh, yeah, who knows. So we had to get somebody out there to catch that dog <laughs> and it was her neighbor's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the fact that she called a service probably means that she had like talked to the neighbors, like the adults there. Yeah. Multiple times and they were like, "Oh my god, like we can't let our dog out now because this lady's going to shoot our dog in our backyard <laughs> if we're not careful. And based on what she believes, she'd be right. 
Right? Oh, you yeah. want to kill the devil. Or you'd want to exercise it. I guess they didn't kill that little girl in the exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> they they almost did. They killed the priest. But that was yeah, the well, devil. Yeah, the devil killed the yeah, priest. The yeah, the devil did it. Um, I would say if you're gonna if you have to call like any kind of a like a three one one in this in New York City it's called three one one it's like things that are not nine one one worthy right so it's like ah there's like I don't know like a wire down or that's nine one one emergency yeah I guess that's nine one one what what would three one one be like there's a bunch of well, trash one time I called because a car alarm kept going off and then they were like. We're gonna connect you to nine one one, and the nine one one was pissed. At me. <laughs> yeah, like like nuisance type things, yeah. or what you call three one one on. Yeah. Like uh, I'm trying to think. I called. You can also like fill out a, a form. pothole. Like if yeah, you see a pothole, pothole, you can. Yeah, that was popular. At the I'm trying to think. Service. I I used three one one for something somewhat recently, and yeah, it was so, it was something along a, those a phony phone call, a crank call. <laughs> No, it was something along those lines of just like, like there's a bunch of trash in like a city owned part. It's like under a subway underpass near me and it obviously hasn't been cleaned in months. Like, and this is the city's responsibility. Send somebody mm-hmm. out to like clean up all this uh, trash. Can Could you hear the person on the other end of the line making the jerk off motion with their hand while you <laughs> no, talk. No, because I filled out a form online rather than <laughs> rather than do that. Oh, okay, um, but I was gonna say if you're calling any type of service, a three one one, especially a nine one one, ask yourself: Is this something the son of Sam thought was happening to him? <laughs> Yeah. And if and the answer uh, is yes, if the answer is, oh, yeah, he did think a dog was giving him instructions. I mean, in fairness, this woman, it sounds like she was like, the dog's not, the dog's leaving me alone. It's these damn yeah. kids he's teaching a curse. Exactly. But she definitely thinks so, thought something needed to be done about that dog. Yeah. But but uh, I, along the same lines as uh, as what I was saying with America's Most Wanted, it's like, do you like all right, you want us to send some police to arrest the devil? <laughs> like, you obviously don't think very much of the devil if you think, you know, a couple of cops could take him down. Yeah. You think just nobody's ever tried before? <laughs> oh, all that's I mean, going to that gets... do is get the devil mad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it's rare that he gets caught on film like that, though. So maybe he thought, you know... Call with his pants down. I I looked at every damn picture because I was like, eh, maybe. And that's what I do with these fairy videos on YouTube. People post these things, and I'm like, ah, I got it. What if? What if it's legit? So what? Like they find them? Like okay, my niece. Mm -hmm. They made uh, they put like a little. There's a tree outside their house. Yeah, and they put a little door there, and they're like, oh, that's a fairy door, like Uh a tiny little. Is that what these people are saying? Like uh, some little girl went in there and put a door on a tree and now these adult men are like, I'm a fairy hunter and I found this fairy tree. <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're not that type. They're not like the ghost hunter or Bigfoot hunter type people. They're they're much weirder. Um, and at least one guy's thing I saw, I think he was after gnomes, though, not fairies. 
but he got some of them on video, but it was, you know, very obviously computer generated. Uh, so he was pulling a hoax. He was pulling a, classic a hoax. Classic gnome hoax. Yeah, I don't even know if he was pulling a... I, What's the end game? I think what are these guy, people... What is going on? I think this guy might have been sending his videos to, like, you know, his nephew to upload, and his nephew was like, oh, I'll put in a little gnome. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want my uncle to kill himself. <laughs> Gnomes would be cool, though. Um, I think gnomes are a little more mischievous than you, uh, you're expecting. Um, and don't yeah, even like, tell me you're lose, up for uh, a little bit of gnomes. mischief. You're not up for I don't any know, kind of mixing gnome mischief. things up. I Tim, think it might, you know what? I think I'm not. Right now I'd be like, oh, I can't believe I got to deal with it. But they'd win me over with their, with their <sighs> mischievous no, ways. No, this, this is what a gnome would do, Tim. Your baby would go missing. And a day later, the baby would show back up in its crib wearing a little gnome hat. And that would be... <laughs> <laughs> Look, that would be a rough 24 hours, right? <laughs> yeah, it'd be a very rough... <laughs> it'd probably be the worst 24 hours of my life. But when he came back, I think I'd have to go, ha, ha, ha. Gotta hand it to the gnomes on this one. Yeah, but then you'd be like, is that... Is that really going to be enough, or are they going to, or you know, what's? Oh next? yeah, I would then I would have to go slaughter the the gnomes <laughs> at that point, lest they do anything worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm not living in fear of these fucking gnomes from right. now on. I'll you, tell you you'd that. You have much. to go get, a, and I need to protect my son. You'd have to go get a golf club, head into the woods, and start <laughs> whacking these gnomes' heads off like uh, exactly like uh, golf balls on a golf tee. <laughs> wow, he really painted a picture. <laughs> so picture this: you got a golf club, a golf ball, a golf team. The metaphor works, man. <laughs> but yeah, so gnomes, fairies, uh, steer clear if you can. I think they want to be left alone. Yeah. Would you well, say the same is true for hobbits? Um. Yeah, I'd say the uh, hobbits are more Bilbo specifically because I don't really know much about any other hobbits. The only hobbit we've met is Bilbo. Now, um, I I recently came across uh, is where they live called Hobbiton. Maybe, or is that just what they call the real life uh, like Hobbit place in New Zealand? Wait, there's a real life Hobbit place, Tom. Well, like Did where you see they, this on YouTube.com, where they built the sets for uh, oh. the movies. They like kept it up. Yeah, I think I I just searched Hobbiton, and uh, it's just a website. Hobbiton movie set. Step into the enchanting village of Hobbiton. Trademarked movie set. Oh, so did they just like leave all the Lord of the Rings sets up? Uh, yeah, it seems like it for the most part. Because like, here, I'm, smart. I'm sending you a link right now. Thank uh, you. Because yeah, I think like, why not? I mean, I don't think there's, you know, it's like, <laughs> why not? There's nothing else going on in well, New Zealand. <laughs> no, I think it's just like doors built into hills and stuff. Wow, this is cool, right? Should we go? Sure. We I mean, should go to beautiful. New Zealand. Yeah, I'd love to go to New Zealand. That's where I'm going to go to ride out the collapse. With all the billionaires. Yeah. 
I'll glom onto them. Remember, we 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 know somebody that wanted to become like uh, an elite fighter and uh, <laughs> we, weapon specialist. We do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And he was just like, uh, like his his like long term plan. It's like ten to twenty year plan because he believes that like society's gonna collapse. Uh huh. Was like. All right, I'm going to like learn all like these crazy martial arts. I'm going to bulk up as much as possible and I'm going to become an expert in all these weapons. And then I'll get hired by a billionaire to protect him when the the collapse happens. Mm-hmm. So I will flee with this billionaire and his family right to New Zealand. And then um, as soon as you get there, slit all their throats. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that's that's uh, that was his plan. I've Hold seen on. things about like because like a bunch of billionaires have built like bunkers and stuff in New Zealand because apparently that is uh, where a lot of people think would be the best place to ride it out, and that that's something they've taken into account. That their security forces will turn on them. Yeah, at because the first chance because once it's like. Yeah, society's done. Society's completely collapsed. Yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, protect a billionaire? Or yeah, kill and a it's billionaire like the billion- take all of his stuff. Yeah, the billionaire could be like, no, I'm providing all these things for you. But then you could be like, right, but I could just have them if I kill you. Um, so I think they have like systems uh, to be like, well, the food won't come out of the food dispenser unless, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I do an optical scan. Right. Well, I want to build those optical scans. Yeah, and then you can put in a back door. Yeah, that'll I'll let put old, my eyes in the scan too. Yeah, let old Timmy get a. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then you get you a get biscuit. Par- partner up with this friend of ours that uh, yeah. he, you sent me the name via Slack, so we won't say the name because maybe this person's still planning on doing this. Yeah, I'm not gonna blow up his spot. Yeah, their spot. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, you should partner. Tim, you should learn a lot more about ocular scanning technology. I know enough already, I think. <laughs> so, so you guys can offer an all-in-one business. Hey, you need? do you need a strong man to protect your family and also somebody to make the ocular protect, scanner? To, to make protect sure that... you from the strong man? <laughs> yeah, we're going to do... No, this is going to have to be a parasite situation where we pretend like we don't know each other. Yeah, completely separate companies. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, All right. So do you remember where we left off last week at the end of Chapter 5 in The Hobbit? No. I don't remember. I don't know. The Hobbit, he was going around. He was like, I got to do something. They were on a quest, right? Yeah, that's what uh, all these books are. It's walking around. Yeah. Um, him and the dwarves and Gandalf, right? And they're going to that mountain mm-hmm. because Smaug is, uh, Smaug is protecting the jewels that one of the yeah. dwarves' grandfathers discovered or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and do you remember who he met in the cave, Tom? Oh, uh, Gollum. He met Gollum. Yeah. Um, and he uh, outsmarted him, and, and he has his ring that makes him invisible. Mm-hmm. Um, and he escaped. Bilbo did, yeah. Bilbo, mm-hmm. yeah. So he leaves, and that's where we left off. He catches up with uh, 
with the dwarves and Gandalf, mm. and they're just like standing around, and they're just like, "Should we leave? I guess we'll leave without." Him. And he's like, oh. and then uh, he uh, he doesn't tell him about the ring because he was invisible when he came up, and then he saw them. I think he saw them. Look, I was really tired when I was reading this. <laughs> I think he kind of told uh, like he heard them being like, "I guess we should just leave without him." Fuck him, I guess. <laughs> and then yeah, he, he turned uninvisible. He's like, "Hey, I'm here," but he didn't tell him that he was invisible and right. heard the whole thing. Um, if, if like, you uh, if you ever gain the ability to become invisible, don't tell anyone about it because then they'll always expe- suspect that you're invisible around them. Tom, if you told me <laughs> that you had and, and and I believed you that you had invisibility power, <laughs> I'd like that if, you have to specify. And I believed you because you've told me you've had different powers <laughs> over the years, and it's turned I mean, out not t- to be true. You told a lot of people that you had a working hoverboard. Um, I told AJ I had a working hoverboard, and we're still friends to this day. It, it worked. I got a friend out of it. What, eight years old? Somewhere around there, yeah. But what I would do, I'd buy a big sword, Tom, and I'd just mm-hmm. do a sweep of every room with that sword yeah, to make sure oh, that yeah. invisible Tom wasn't I'd, peeping I'd, on me. You know what, Tim? It's not a bad idea to start doing that now anyway. Yeah. Either that or just buy lots of bags of flour and just like <laughs> just throw flour in, yeah exactly man if if could you imagine anything more terrifying than you're baking a nice cake and you sneeze in the flour and all of a sudden an outline of a man <laughs> appears in your kitchen <laughs> uh i gotta stop just coming up with new things to be afraid of on this podcast yeah, you really do. You're freaking yourself out. I can, I can see you getting all worked up. I'm over already that. barely sleeping at this point. With an overactive think, imagination. Uh, you ever see those uh, videos of uh, Edward Snowden when he's like talking to a journalist and he like uh, takes apart his phone because he's like, they can hear me through the phone. Would uh, Oh yeah, it's in it's in that documentary, like when he's yeah. first on the run. I don't know if he does that. I don't think he does that now when he's like on a Zoom call <laughs> doing a conference. He's like, no, I have he... to take apart my phone in case they're listening. But if he also had a bag of flour that he was throwing around in case there was any uh, government officials and in invisibility cloaks, man, he should have he should have done like one thing like that. Of like, yeah. I mean, I guess that would have destroyed his credibility. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it would have been funny for. And how does he know? Greenwald destroyed his credibility and he didn't even do anything half as fun. Right. Yeah. All he did was just become uh, like a a real shithead. Part of the intellectual dark web, Tom. Yeah. Well, Tim, the dark web, now that everybody knows about the dark web, the dark web's not where we hang out anymore. (laughs) Oh. Okay. You know, um, it's like the bar in town that got too popular, the band that all of a sudden everybody likes. So now there's a whole other web me and the other intellectuals are on. That's good. Um, I don't know. Wait, we, wait you're not going to tell me where it is, right? We've moved back to AOL. <laughs> I was thinking full about circle. that. I would like it if the internet was like AOL again. I was thinking about like uh, I, I was listening to something recently and or watching something and they were talking about like uh, 
you know, the, the, the sounds of the, you know, the internet, when you would dial in like the, and how like people our age still have like a very like visceral response to that. And it was like, yeah, it was like, you're excited. Cause it's like, I'm going online here. This is the, the, uh, the entrance ramp to the information super. Yeah. And it's like, I'm going online. I have no idea what I'm going to find. Am I going to yeah. have emails? Am I going to have messages? I don't know. I have literally no idea. There is nothing that could tell me that except for my computer and maybe my web TV. My grandparents' web TV. I I forgot about web TV and then uh, I was watching a thing. Uh, I didn't realize that Microsoft <laughs> Microsoft took the web TV team and put them in charge of uh, like building the new Xbox at one point. <laughs> I mean, we laugh at web TV, but now all TVs are web TV. Yeah, they were really ahead of the curve. And yet, if I go into a Best Buy and say I'd like to buy a new web TV, they don't even know what I'm talking about. I mean, they're never helpful. They don't know what you're talking about when you ask for a current product. <laughs> if you're like, I'd like the new Apple iPhone. They're like, the what? The who? <laughs> All right. So uh, they're like, okay, uh, Bilbo's back. Cool. We, we got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have a long way to go. Um, and then guess what? What? Tom, freaking wolves come. Not even like a fantasy, not dragons or something. You know what? I appreciated this. <laughs> like, just give me one thing that exists <laughs> that in I know life. about like, already. Yeah, it makes sense. Like, I know what a wolf is. You don't have to like go into this whole thing of like, oh, wolves <laughs> have beards, aside. but uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, and here's what they like to eat, and here's how they sleep. <laughs> um. Oh, they're not. They're, uh, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> they're not regular wolves. <laughs> no, they're wargs. They're what? Morgs? Wargs. Wargs. W-A-R-G-S. Well, that's not a wolf at all. No. But they're, I guess they're wolf, wolfly enough, wolf-like wolf-like enough. Wolf-like, yeah. Well, it's uh, like in uh, Game of Thrones, they have the dire wolves, and they're just like real big wolves. Yeah. Is that what these well, are? No, I think they're just wolves. I don't know. I <laughs> kind of skimmed over the, <laughs> the description. I remember from the Lord of the Rings movies that there's like a lot of things where they go into descriptions. And it's like, oh, that's an actual thing. You just gave it a different name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are just wolves. But it's like, I that's just they're... a drinking straw. Why Why did I have to read 10 pages about this? Guess, uh, guess who's uh, best friends with these wargs? Uh, Gandalf. Nope, fucking goblins. Oh, jeez, Louise. So Why the are wolves are like, hey, we got these dwarves now. The um, wolves can talk. I don't know. They <laughs> they brought the <laughs> they brought the goblins with them. Now the goblins are there. The dwarves are all up in the trees. The, mm-hmm. the goblins are setting the trees on fire. Yeah. Um, and then guess what? What? The Lord of the Eagles comes down with all of the other eagles. And is the Lord of the Eagles a man or an eagle? No, it's an eagle. They're oh, all okay. eagle. And uh, they uh, pick up all the the dwarves and uh, and uh, Bilbo, and they they uh, 
get them away. They get them out of the trees and bring them safe. Guess guess what? What? Um, Gandalf is is friends with these uh with the, with these eagles, and that's how they knew to come. Oh, I see. I was guessing he was friends with the wolves, but he's friends with different no, guys. The wolves are friends with the fucking goblins. Um, yeah, keep up. Well, are these goblins like an awful uh Jewish stereotype, <laughs> or is that only in uh J.K. Rowling's books? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I think that's, I'm, that's... I'm looking at Lord of the Rings. I, I Googled Lord of the Rings goblins. These goblins look a lot like orcs. What the fuck is an orc now? Orcs are like big goblins, uh, I think. Is this all that fantasy... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Hobgoblins are big goblins. Of course. Um... Are this, is this what like fantasy novels are? It's just like they go from place to place and like a new creature attacks and then a wizard's friend always comes or a <laughs> wizard comes and saves them and then they just move on to the next area where they get attacked. I don't know if all fantasies like that, but I, I believe most of Tolkien's uh, fantasy is, is, is thing, like it's just a lot of walking and like the hobbits aren't, you know, I, I don't think there's very many moments where it's like all of a sudden the Hobbit was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm a swords guy and just starts like, you know, killing the shit out of people. I think it's always the Hobbits are like, oh, no, what's going to happen to us? And then somebody appears and saves them. Hmm. This doesn't appeal to me, Tom. <laughs> OK, so anyway. Um, they keep walking. They go to this guy Bjorn's house. Bjorn. Bjorn, like baby Bjorn. B e o r n. So full grown Bjorn. Yeah. Um, Tom, I had to look this up because uh, look, I was tired when I read this, and I wasn't sure that I was. <laughs> I wasn't sure I could believe my eyes. Oh, Tolkien believed that considered goblins and orcs to be the same thing. Okay, cool. Tom, mm. I'm t- the, the the man is talking. <laughs> okay, sorry, sir. Uh this guy's a half man, half be- half bear. Oh, a bear man. Yeah. Um Gandalf brings him there and Gandalf is also like, "Oh, by the way, I got I got to go." <laughs> no explanation. He's like, "I'm going to leave." Um I feel like that happens in Lord of the Rings too. You like pops in and out all the time. Busy man. Yeah. Busy wizard. But Bjorn is his friend, and he's like, here, take some stuff, take some food. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, here, I'll tell you how to get to uh, the mountain where you'll you'll need to fight Smaug or get by him or whatever you're going to do at the end of it. <laughs> or, I don't know, maybe just have a drink with him. Yeah, you have to go uh, on the northern pass. Okay. Um, and you'll avoid goblins that way. But guess what? Do not ever stray from the path. Mm. So I'm just like, and of then Gandalf again tells him. Gandalf, like right before he leaves, he's like, "Now remember, never stray from the path." And it's like, oh, I know and they, these guys are they listened to guys. him, and indeed did not stray from the path. <laughs> uh, um. So they go into the forest. Um, it's dark. It's scary. Um, it's ominous. Mm-hmm. Um, things get uh, 
things get weird, Tom. They uh, they're it's like one of those dark forests where it's like somebody's looking at me. Whoa, what was that noise? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that, I think I, mean, I see that's eyes most over there. Forest for me. Yeah, you don't like going on day hikes. No, yeah, I'm like, what? Huh? Huh? I prefer night hikes where I can't see anything. Um, they cross a stream. Um, and one of the dwarfs falls in, and it's like a magic stream, and he falls asleep for a few days, like Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> okay. Um, but they just uh, they just keep going. They carry that guy. Um, and then what do they do, Tom? What do you think these fucking dwarves in The Hobbit do? Uh, they probably like have a party or something. They leave the trail. They leave the oh, path. leave the trail, right? Because they see these elves, and these uh-huh. elves are like having a little party, and they're like, "Cool elves!" Yeah. As soon as they get there, the elves turn off all their, they put out all their fires, <laughs> turn off all the music. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it's pitch black. Everybody's freaking out. Nobody can find each other. Bilbo is just like, "Fuck this! I'm going to sleep." Why do they think these asleep. elves even want them to party? I don't know. I think they they. Remember they like partied with elves earlier, vaguely. like last week. Yeah, I vaguely remember that too. <laughs> anyway, these spiders come and they uh, they wrap every all these dwarves and Bilbo up in a web, sticky webs. Well, how big are these spiders? Well, I guess the hobbits are pretty small, so they're giant. These are giant spiders, Tom. Mm. These are huge spiders. Should have stayed on that path. Bilbo's got that sword. He cuts himself out. He kills the spider. Wow. He's just like, fuck yeah. And like, he's like, and now I feel more powerful than I've ever. Like, it changes him. He gets like a bloodlust. Yeah. Um, Uh, Relax, buddy. You killed a bug. The big bug, Tom. I get that way. You kill (laughs) a really big cockroach. No, whenever you kill a big cockroach and you're like, yeah. Come on, try I'm me. I'm just other thinking about la- last year when I killed a spider and I broke my thumb doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that spider got the last laugh. Yeah, in death. yeah. Oh, I guess I guess Bilbo Baggins is a bigger man than me. Um. So the rest of the dwarves are still tied up in the freaking spider webs. Um. Mm. So Bilbo has an idea. He uh, turns on his uh, invisibility. Speaker. Now he puts the ring on. Oh, I thought he was going to play uh, the No Doubt song about spider webs. The Sorry, I'm Not Home Right Now. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, I'm Not Home spider- Right Now. I'm stuck in a spider web with hobbits. Yeah. Well, these are dwarves. <laughs> with dwarves. Um, Anyway, he like he draws the spiders away from them, mm-hmm. and then doubles back, and gets them all out. Um, but then, guess what? What? The fucking spiders come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't keep a good spider down. Yeah, um, but guess what? They get scared away by uh, elves. Oh, the elves came back. Right. The elves came back. They couldn't stay away. The very next day. What's that song? The cat came back. Yeah, the cat came back. I was thinking of elves. Yeah, no, but this it applies to elves too, I guess. (laughs) In this particular Um, case. Yeah. Um, Do you remember Thorin? 
He's one of the, the he's one of the dwarves. Okay. The elves took him hostage. Um I guess they're kind of like the gnomes. They're just like trying to fuck with them. Like they're not mad at them. They're just like suspicious, mm-hmm. I think. And so they uh they're like, "Oh, we're going to put you in a fucking jail or something and question you." Um Whatever, then what happens? <laughs> Whatever. You seem oh, like no, you're no. really enjoying this book. <laughs> so then it's just, it's confusing. There's too much stuff happening. Well, I think and it also all does, these creatures, I don't understand what they are. It doesn't help that you started off this segment like three pages in. You're like, I don't know. I was very tired when I was reading this. It's like, well, I doubt he got less tired as he was reading something he's not interested in. <laughs> I had to read it in chunks, Tom. Um, I'm not going to prioritize reading this book. Over spending time with my three-month-old son. All right. Uh, well. So when he goes to sleep, I have to I have to read a book in 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 chunks while I can. He's gonna be telling some therapist about his father, uh, pleading for him to go to sleep so he could read The Hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the 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 elves wind up locking up all of the dwarves. Um, cause the elves are like, where are you guys going? And the dwarves are like, we're not going to tell you, you're going to steal the fucking treasure, right? Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's their reasoning. So Bilbo is wearing the ring. So he's invisible. So he doesn't get locked up. Mm-hmm. So he just kind of like, uh, you know, it's like, all right guys, I'm going to get you out of here. Um, he steals a key from, uh, from a sleeping guard, yeah. which is like, this turns into like Pirates of the Caribbean for a second, <laughs> yeah. like where it's just like, um, and then they, uh, they all go into these barrels and, uh, the, and float down the river to get away from, from the elves. Good idea. Unless there's a waterfall at the end. There's not, Tom. There's oh, a yeah. town. Oh, even better. Tom, it's called Lake Town. Now, isn't the deal with the ring that, like, the the longer you wear it, the worse it is? I don't know. <laughs> I I believe that's the thing from Lord of the Rings, and that's what do you what, mean like, the worse it is? Like he like, becomes less invisible? No, it's like that's what turned Gollum. Like it's like it, it's like heroin. That's like right. The more you use it, the more you want it. Okay. And at a certain point, you just become like, you just want it more than anything else, and you'll do anything to get it. Well, I don't know if... Uh, like, it's intoxicating Bilbo's to at wear. this point. But at this, like, who cares, right? If, like, then just wear the ring all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like heroin where, like, will kill, will kill I, you. I think it, it will eventually kill you. Yeah. Mm, something's gonna get you at some point. <laughs> Might as well be a ring that brings you great joy, right? No, but I, th- I think, I think otherwise, hobbits live like a very long time. All right. Well, th- Tom, there's no indication that Bilbo is addicted to this ring or is in, is currently in any kind of danger. All right. He's well, only using that, this to get out of scrapes. That's why I asked. Okay. Well, Tom. Th- Every week, uh, I'm, I'm telling you this story. I'm telling you a, a, a harrowing tale. Oh, that's what that's what the problem is. When you, I looked it up. When you wear the ring, 
you become invisible to physical beings, but highly visible to other unseen beings, such as the ring wraiths. Okay, well, that's that's nothing like what you just said. No, but then the it ring says is for like mortals, heroin. the ring has several side effects, most of them negative. Uh, perhaps the first was that the bearer soon developed a strong attachment to it, becoming increasingly reluctant to lo- relinquish it. Yeah. yeah, but like that's that's with any cool thing that you have. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Like uh, whenever I get a new iPhone, I'm less re- yeah. I'm more and more reluctant to give it to somebody else. It's like, yeah, yeah this costs a lot of money and it's cool. It's my new thing. I bought it. Yeah. It's mine. Um, uh, the wearer uh, becomes, I, it sounds like they become a wraith over time and entirely subsumed into the spirit world. Hmm. Yeah. See, my problem is, Tom, mm-hmm. lore. This is why, like, uh, books that take place in uh, our reality. Universe, yeah. Yeah, our universe. Because it's like, I don't, I know all the lore of our, yeah. it's like. I already oh. know all the TV channels. I don't have to learn about all these new TV channels. <laughs> well, I don't even know if Bilbo has a TV, Tom. Um, he's one of these, I don't even own a TV. Um, <laughs> oh, one of these guys. Um, I don't but, even own a TV. I live in a hill. No, but it's like, I know the things like in our reality that are like right. dangerous. And I know the animals that are, are dangerous. And, uh, mm-hmm. I know the, you know, every, like all these things, there's like special types of food where it's like, this Blumberbee is a uh, <laughs> is a delicacy. It's like I I don't I don't I don't want to learn about the Blumberbee. But that's, but other people like lore because it's an escape. They can think about an entirely different world than the one we live in. That's true. Yeah. But what if it's just full of all these monsters? Yeah. Well, that's that's the real uh, you know damned if you do, I damned want, if you don't. I want to escape to this terrifying place full of a million things well, that will kill not, me on site. You're not really escaping because it's like, well, they might kill Bilbo, but they won't kill me. Yeah, reading but you about read a Bilbo. Book. You read a freaking book. But then it's, it's like, but I'm a character god in it. this world. Why? I'm just read. I'm omniscient. I can, I can just, you know. Uh, but that's true in any book set in the real world too yeah but in the real world you know it's not true because it's like ah. so you think that maybe the hobbit is true (laughs) in like some sort of alternate universe or different world and it's like if they if it's a true story they tell you what the lottery numbers are going to be it's like well i can't do anything with that but if you're reading a (laughs) book that proclaims that it's in our reality and they tell you the lottery numbers you be like, well, I'm going to try playing them, see if this book is for real. And then very right. quickly you'll learn well, it's not. It has to be on the right date in the right, in, in the well, right lottery. Well, maybe the book will give you all that. It'll be like the New York State Lottery, February 10th. Here are the numbers to play. Remember when everybody was playing the, the numbers from Lost in the lottery? Yeah. And then when those people would win, they'd have to split it like a hundred ways. <laughs> And like two of the numbers would hit and it'd be like, all right, you're splitting this $1,000 prize <laughs> with 3,000 people. Yeah. Um, They go in the barrels, Tom. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they wind up at Lake Town. Guess who lives in Lake Town, Tom? Um, let me guess. Lake Bell, the actress. Close. Uh, I don't know anybody else named Lake. Um, the Lady of the Lake. From now, you're getting further away from <laughs> from the M. Night uh, Shyamalan movie. Yeah, the Lady in the Water. No, um, humans. Humans live there. Oh, okay. Tom, well, finally, some dang sense. humans. And yeah, you know, finally you some relatability. Lake Bell is a human, so technically <laughs> you were pretty <laughs> right. close with that. Right, and then the Lady of the Lake, that's a different thing. What's Lake Bell up to these days? I feel like uh, she had I, her moment and then she Yeah, no, she I think of, she just got cast in something pretty big, like a, like a Marvel thing or something. she canceled. She can get canceled. Um, let me see. Oh, yeah, well, she does a lot of voiceover work. That's her deal. Uh, the only thing I've ever seen her in was In a World, where she plays a voiceover actress. Yeah, well, she was uh, most recently did uh, uh, Natasha Romanoff in the Marvel What If, because uh, hmm. I guess, uh, what's her name, didn't want to do it. Scarlett Johansson. Scar Joe. Yeah, she's good. She's fine. Oh, and she was Vanessa Fisk in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Hmm. That was, oh, she was uh, in Wet Hot, the the two Wet Hot series. Okay. Yeah. Bojack Horseman. Hey, let's hear it for Lake Bell, everybody. Hey, she's doing great, the lady of everybody. The lake. Relax. Yeah. Don't worry. She didn't fade into obscurity. No. She's, she's just still, behind the microphone. She's still very pretty as well. Tom, I don't see people like that. <laughs> um, Whatever. This... Uh... <laughs> They get out of the barrels. This is the last, this is chapter ten. This is the last chapter I read. Um, this one I don't understand, and I had to look this up. Mm-hmm. So Thorin, remember him? He was the yeah the, one of the dwarfs. The dwarf. He was the original one that got stolen by the elves. Mm-hmm. He declares that he's the master of Lake Town. Um, and has returned to claim his inheritance. Okay. I'm not sure why he did this, or like if it's true, but everybody's happy about it. So everybody right. in Lake Town was like, "Cool, you're our leader now." Um, and then, uh, th- then th- they'd start treating them like kings. Mm-hmm. Even the hobbits. Yeah, everybody, every the dwarves and Bilbo, these townspeople are like, "All right, you guys like." You're on Easy Street now. Oh, cool. Good for them. Um, and they stay there for a few weeks. Um, and uh, they're like, okay, and we're going to go fight this dragon at some point. And everybody in the town is like, cool. I couldn't tell if they were like going to fight him with them. They mm-hmm. know about Smaug. They know about like the lore of like <laughs> all the riches are there. Yeah, to they, them, they it's know probably what's going not on even the lore. lore. It's just uh, yeah, reality. Yeah, it's just reality. Um, so yeah, um, and everybody's psyched and they're like, well, we got to figure out how to, how to fight this dragon. So I think we're, we're approaching, I mean, we're like halfway through the book, but we're approaching 
some sort of showdown with Smaug. Yeah, probably because uh, the desolation of Smaug. You know that uh, that movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have thought that he'd figure into this book at some point because they're, they're you know he's the main guy that they keep like being like we got to go defeat this guy. But I think yeah. they're getting closer. Seems like they're getting closer. How uh, how far into this book are you now? About halfway. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly, like halfway in terms of chapters. Right. Um, I'm reading this on a PDF, as you know. <laughs> right. A PDF that I you said was sent to you by the J.R.R. Tolkien estate. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, at great personal cost to me. I paid them directly for Oh, for wow. It. Yeah. Um. There's there's been some uh, debate on the Patreon about what I should watch when it comes to that point. Okay. And now it seems like a, at least a couple of people have said that this uh, edited version of the three movies edited into one movie is is, is that the, officially available anywhere? No, but it's very easily unofficially available. Okay. If you right, if so- you catch my drift. Right. You'd steal it from the intellectual dark web where you spend Tim, all your time. I don't do things uh, like that. That's something maybe you think to do, but I've already started streaming the Hobbit movies on HBO Max at night when I go to bed. So then I can say I fairly watched this edited movie. Because I watch the, uh, so you, you know. start it on the TV and then go to go to sleep. I I do it in on another my iPad. Room? Do you so watch it's more him? power efficient. No, I don't watch them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, patrons, sound off in the comments. Should Tom watch all three <sighs> of the movies? Watch all. Th- I'm gonna watch Should twelve he watch hours a, of movies. <laughs> a pirated version of uh, the. Uh, the, the, the movies, those three movies edited, cut down. Yeah. Or should he watch the Rankin and Bass version? Mm-hmm. Or should he watch the Beatles get back on Disney Plus? <laughs> yeah. Or should I read the book? <laughs> please. If, if you think Tom should read the book, please vote soon. <laughs> vote as early as you can. No, I feel like I did try to read The Hobbit once when I was younger and just did not get very far. Yeah, I remember a friend of mine was reading like way too young, like third yeah. grade. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, come on. And he's telling me about it. This is our friend Sean. He's, yeah. he's like smart. Um, and he started telling me about it. I was like, this sounds really boring. I'll never read this book. Joke's on me. <laughs> he didn't know about Patreon existing one day, yeah, let alone exactly. books the podcast. He probably didn't even know yeah. what a podcast was in third grade. This, this idiot, this idiot in 1992 had no idea what a podcast was. If you, if you could travel back in time to 1992 and tell Sean, hey, idiot, I will read it. On books the podcast, a uh, 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 podcast available exclusively on Patreon, he probably would have thrown up and passed out. <laughs> exactly. Wouldn't have been reading books in it for, for yeah, a while. Yeah, he probably would have been like, that's enough books for me. He would have thrown mm-hmm. them out. Um, I don't know what led me to this when I was looking at things. Oh, when I was looking at Lake Bell, uh, uh, like one of those things on IMDb came up like, oh, what about this person instead? 
And I had no idea. It was like a famous celebrities and like uh, they had uh, Macaulay and Kieran Culkin. It's like, come on. Yeah. Their last name's the same and they look the same. We know. Wait, who is this? What are you talking about? On IMDb. But then uh, famous celebrity, uh, you know, actors. Oh, okay. But I had that no idea that uh, Kate Mara and Rooney Mara are sisters. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, it makes sense I in I don't retrospect. even really know who either one of those people are, and <laughs> well, I knew that they were sisters. And did you know this, Tim? They're both from Bedford. Right here Where, in New York. Oh. Hey. Let's hear it for the Maris. And then I was looking up all the famous... Uh, uh, <laughs> then they had, I clicked on Bedford, and they had a list of like all the, the actors from Bedford. And I, because Rooney Mara is the first one, there at the very bottom is a, a, a comic book uh, writer. Uh, yeah, I think he's a writer. Uh, Jim Mooney. And I was like, oh, he must be her father. Because I forgot how anything works. <laughs> Rooney, Rooney Mara and and Jim Mooney. Well, that must be. <laughs> and they're both from Bedford. There must be some kind of relation there. Uh, Felicity Huffman, number three. Where is Bedford, New York? Uh, it, it's in, uh, it's on, it's on the Babylon line, isn't it? Bedford? Yeah, bed, isn't that, uh, oh no, it's in, uh, maybe it's just Queens. Hmm. I'm looking. So you're saying, uh, oh no, it is upstate. But that's Westchester. Where... It's Westchester County. It's not upstate. Tom, we're going to get letters. That's where Rooney Mara, Kate Mara, and their father, Jim Mooney, are all from. <laughs> and Felicity Huffman. And Vanessa Williams, but not the Vanessa Williams you're thinking of. Oh, wait. Maybe it is the Vanessa Williams you're thinking <laughs> <laughs> No, it's a different Vanessa Williams. Tom. <laughs> yeah, different uh, Vanessa Huffman. Williams. Hold Ladies on. and gentlemen, there's a new Vanessa Williams in town. <laughs> what does she do? She's an actress, singer, writer, and director. So I don't think the old Vanessa Williams uh, was a writer and director. Shouldn't she have to be like Vanessa B. Williams or something? <laughs> Wait, hang on. This might be the old Vanessa Williams that I'm thinking of. It's the original Vanessa Williams? This might, in fact, be the No, it's not. But it's another Vanessa Williams that's been around for a long time. What the hell? <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, actually. Talking about alternate realities. What the fuck? There are two Vanessa Williams. In the Williams? Hobbit world, the, the Vanessa Williams is slightly different from the Vanessa Williams in our world. Well, because this other Vanessa Williams, it said she was in the 1992 Candyman. And I was like, what? Uh, Yeah, two Vanessa Williams out there. What? What do you know? Oh, I know this Vanessa Williams. Yeah, two Vanessa Williams. What are they thinking next? They're and they're the same age. Like, like one Vanessa Williams is a, like an IMDb six... list about 
This, this, these ladies. One of these Vanessa Williams is like six weeks older than the other one. Unbelievable. Anyway, I think that's it for books of podcasts this week. <laughs> now that now that we're just googling different Vanessa Williamses. I mean, we it's doing a lot of work in that sentence. <laughs> um, um, all right. Thank you for being patrons. We love you very much. Be sure right. to sound off in the comments about what uh, movie Tom should watch. Yeah. Also, I'd like to say rest in peace uh, to uh, Kate and Rooney Mara's father, Jim Mooney. He passed away in 2008. But he was very old. He was born in 1919. What? Yeah. Oh, he's not really their dad, <laughs> I see. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. We could be. Yeah. Maybe he passed down a version of his last name to just one of his daughters. They're born they're both born in Bedford. What are the odds? <laughs> You're drunk. All right. Go to well, bed, Tom. we'll see you next week. Did you tell him we love them? Tim? <laughs>